What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Stream Bros. Aaron, let me hear your best bird impression. Jesus Christ. We got Peaky Blinders, Season 4, Episode 3, Blackbird. Bro, you're tweaking. Let me hear, let me hear yours. My what? Your best bird. I can't. No, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you want to get into the plot, or, uh... That's, uh yeah, well, yeah, sure. Sure. Are you good, bro? Let's look at the birds. You were looking up birds. <laughs> bird noises. All right. I mean, if you okay. could be any bird, what would bird would you be? Peregrine falcon. Easy. Fastest be, bird alive. I'd be an osprey. Just because it sounds cool. I'd be an albatross. I don't know what that is. The big seabird. I think it has the biggest wingspan in the world. You know what? If I was a bird, I'd be a fucking... What are those little fuckers called? A penguin? Oh, penguin's not a bad play. I'd be that fool from Happy Feet. <laughs> I'd be an ostrich, bro. You just forgot the word for ostrich, like the most popular bird ever. Dude, I was tweaking, bro. I was like, oh, it's not an emu. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this motherfucker? Okay, anyway. Isn't um, an ostrich just like a dinosaur, bro? No. What the fuck are you on about? Okay, well, we're, plot? we're four minutes in. We're talking about fucking emus. I believe you were talking about an ostrich. So due to the events that happened on Christmas Day, Michael's in the hospital recovering, and his actual mom, like his foster, his, I guess not his actual mom, his foster, <laughs> one that like raised him as an actual mom, but I guess Polly's his biological mom, she shows up and brings him some apples or some shit and tells him that his foster dad died, which makes michael sad i am just really upset that michael has two milf moms wait you think this lady's a milf <laughs> that was a joke bro <laughs> i had you going for a sec i could see polly i don't think she's hot but she you know she's a powerful woman yeah know? i don't i am not attracted to polly either bro anyway um, you know, she tells him that his foster dad died and, and that she wants him to come home and he tells, you know, tells her he can't. He's with his real family. Um, so she leaves. Get the fuck out. Shortly after that, Tommy shows up and with the rest of the board of Shelby Company Limited. And Arthur's not there. Um... <laughs> He's a little preoccupied because Linda shows up to his office and 
he's has given some Japanese pipe. silk. Yeah, she she. Yeah, we've really gone downhill as a society. <laughs> what do you mean? Like this this woman showed up in like a fucking I don't even know what a Japanese silk fucking literally a fucking nightgown or something. I don't yeah. even know, bro. And I mean today women walk around like naked the whole time, so Anyways, uh, what that, I'm trying is that, to... that's downhill for you. I think I prefer it that way. I mean, it's a but like you see what I'm trying to say. Like when Arthur saw those th- that ankle skin, bro, he was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> oh fuck, now I'm destructed." Yes. So I mean, in reality, all it does has desensitized us to the ankle skin, so now we can actually get shit done when there's ankles around us. Yeah, maybe girls should just <laughs> never mind. <laughs> maybe women should just keep going and just go around blowing us all day and then we won't even have to like worry about thinking It'll, yeah. about thinking about It'll sex. Be. Well like like Linda says, her mom says told her apparently to keep a man happy, you have to like I don't even want to say it, it's fucking weird. Just just know that it is it had something to do with draining balls, I think. You did and Filling a stomach or something. But basically, you know, do sexual favors on him and then also feed him slash give him alcohol. Bro, if females be out there helping us out, you know, we could be like solving some real shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, like how if could we didn't possibly do anything with if we didn't have to think about stomach. if we didn't have to think about passing on our genetics 24 seven, we could fucking Build a space elevator, transpose our brains into ostriches, <laughs> build teleport. I mean, it's it's endless. Really, that's inspirational. Toby's first business is to welcome Polly back into her position. She's not happy, but you know she's there, so that's enough. Um, all the board members approve it. Then Tommy acknowledges due to Michael's recovery, that all of his duties need to be passed on to Ada because he's still in the fucking hospital. And the final thing is he needs to end the the meeting to do some actual Peaky Blinder business. Well, basically, they need to vote on if they should let Gold kill Luca instead of having Arthur do it. Because Arthur really wants to do it because he feels like it's his spot, his job to do it. And I think it's part of, like, the gypsy culture that Arthur has to do it. Arthur's fucking back now, by the way. He's snorting coke. Oh, Arthur's 100% Arthurian. And we'll get to that later, because he does an Arthur thing later. He fucked Linda in his office like she was a whore and not his wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But not that, like, maid at the Russian thing. He, he, that was, like, a sad kind of thing. Yeah, that was depressing. 
Then they pass around a picture of the Changretas at like a wedding or some shit so they can get an orgy. Probably with how shit's gone in this show. Uh, they pass it around so they can get people to look at it um, like on the street corners and shit so people can get the information about them. Uh, they also give a photograph of gold. And yeah, like I said, they they vote then to to pass on the healing to gold. However, uh, I think I the mean, Italians they... are my favorite faction in this show, bro. You like the Italians? Yeah, because they have like a, uh, you know, like a res- like a respect and swagger like element to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They do have a. They definitely have a swagger element to them. They dress really cool. Like Mom I guess the only. Person. I guess. I guess the only real character is Luca Changretta, but he's a cool guy. Like he's a cool character. The other ones don't even talk fucking English, so. So I mean, they kind of do. Anyway, uh, Arthur's interrupted his session with his wife because uh, somebody is throwing paint everywhere on the factory floor and is what trying to set the factory on fire so i mean it's it's crazy you know they're trying to sabotage shit so arthur goes down there to scare him away uh and he beats the fuck out of one of them (laughs) uh he does however let him let him live so he's not back yet like old arthur would have killed that dude no problemo however right after that two changretta men walk in uh, and shoot at him, and he goes like full John Rambo and starts crawling around the machines, and then like jumps down and kills both of them. Now he's back, fully back. He he drowns one of them in fucking paint, which sounds horrific to be drowned. Like that's like the last substance I want to be drowned in, because it's so like, it's so viscous. Like uh, these people don't get it, bro. Like. In a regular movie, when you go to, like, when the mafia goes to whack somebody, it's just, like, Joe Blow from down the street, or, like, you and me, you know what I'm saying? In this show, when you go to whack a motherfucker, they are literally a trained fucking soldier (laughs) who was in a trench for, like, five years, and they're hard as fuck. Oh, Arthur's so hard right now. He just got (laughs) done with Linda. (laughs) Arthur's got to call his doctor, because he's got to four-hour-plus issue going on. <laughs> Arthur's probably hornier kick killing those guys than he was banging Linda. He seems like a kind of guy that gets hard killing somebody. So after, after he kills both of them, um, Luca, it gets to Luca meeting with a couple of dudes. Not the dudes that... Not the dudes that Arthur just killed. Uh, these are two separate guys. I guess they sent the dudes there to kill Arthur, but... You know, they're aware that they're dead in Arthur 1. So, uh, Luca actually has some some guilt, sadness of the death of those people. You know, he's like, he doesn't want him to die. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. They have like a uh, respect. Yeah, like he doesn't seem like these are just like pawns to him, you know? Yeah. He actually cares. Uh, but he does get angry at the fact that they can't, you know, defeat the Shelby family because they've like hunkered down in Birmingham. Uh, and then one of the dudes is like, hey, we have an idea. You were that 
guy that Arthur killed in a boxing match like four fucking years ago. Yeah, his mom hates them. So maybe we can get her to like trick one of them into coming to her house. Honestly, this is a weak plan. I'm not gonna lie. This this is not a strong plan. No. Tommy goes looking for Arthur and he finds him. Um and asks why he missed the meeting. And Arthur's like, uh, because I just had two motherfuckers trying to kill me, so I had to kill them. Uh he's Except also that's super... not why he missed the meeting. He missed the meeting because he was giving Linda the pipe. Yeah, but we don't have to say that. That'd be hilarious if he did say it, though. I was giving Linda the pipe! Also, by the way, two guys tried to kill me. He's also pissed that he wasn't there to vote on if he should be the one to kill him. Kill, uh, Greta, Luca. But, yeah. you know, that's what happens whenever you're, you're you're too busy to come to the meeting, you know? That is what happens. He realizes, too, that Linda visited him all sexually like that because she was intentionally trying to get him to miss the meeting. So, basically, this was a ploy by Polly and Tommy to get him not, or at least by Polly, to get him not there so that he couldn't vote on this being yeah, it, not it, his thing. It, it, was a wasn't, conspiracy. it wasn't wasn't Tommy, bro. It wasn't Tommy, bro. I don't know. No, well, with the stuff you see later, it's obvious that Polly's fucking got her own agenda. You know what I'm saying? And Polly does have her own agenda. So I, I don't see why, to be honest. Let's see. Tommy meets with the manager of the factory. Um, and it's like, why? How did people get in? And the guy's like, it wasn't me. But then Tommy starts threatening his family because, you know, he, he's aware that he bought tickets to, to a train to get the fuck out of there. So it looks real suspicious. But the man is just like, look, I, I wasn't trying to do that. I, I'm just trying to get out of here because I'm fucking scared. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, it could be anybody. You have so many fucking enemies. It could be anybody in this factory. So after this, Tommy goes to see Jesse Eden. Uh, claiming to have an improved union offer. offer. Uh, once inside, though, he his story changes to an investigation, um, trying to basically trying to see if she knows Chengret is because the photograph apparently people recognize them from a communist meeting that this Jesse Eden girl uh, was a part of. Uh, Jesse tries to counter that by saying that she researched Tommy and found that he used to be in love with a girl named Greta and reveals that Greta's sister, Hitty, uh, swears that Tommy used to be a communist before he left for war. So, I don't know how true that is, but I mean, it sounds reputable and Tommy kind of acts like it is true. That's an interesting thing we got going on here where Tommy's used to be communist and now is very not communist. I don't like it. Tommy then tries to counter her counter and brings up her ex-boyfriend who killed himself after returning from war. 
shot himself in the head. Uh, this makes her upset, rightfully so. And Tommy leaves a photograph um, at her apartment. But Jesse burns it right after he leaves. Which, I mean, that probably means that she knew somebody, right? Like she's trying to cover it up now. Uh, probably. This is a confusing scene to explain. It basically is just Tommy thinks Jesse knows somebody it might, from the. It Jake might Reddas. be like a um. It might be like uh, she knows like the drama between the Italians and Tommy. So now that she's seen some of the Italians at her communist meeting, she just burns the picture because she really doesn't want to get mixed up in some shit, you know? That's possible. That's for sure possible. Also, I need Tommy to give this bitch the pipe and show her who's boss. I, you know, I'm not sure that's going to happen. I, I got my money on it's not going to happen. Yeah, because, like, Tommy can't give every bitch on the show the fucking pipe, you know? Yeah, I guess he's, I guess he could, but he needs some time to reload. You know what I'm saying? He has a fucking flawless record, dude. He's like five for five. If I talk to you for more than five minutes of screen time and I'm not related to you, you're getting the pipe. Yeah, or you're married to my brothers, one of the two. Because he never he hasn't gotten with uh, Linda, and he never got with Esme. So yeah, that's that's against the. <laughs> like literally yeah, it's, bro, it's bro code, code. Bro. it's bro code bro literally bro code uh listening to the advice from linda arthur fires the bullet that he had engraved luca's name on um so that means he doesn't want to kill them anymore he's now he's cool with it getting transferred bro, to gold that shit made no sense what do you mean fucking linda is practically given a fucking handy and she's like Shoot the bullet into the fireplace. I'm like, your fucking three-year-old is having a nap right now. What are you <laughs> talking about? Y'all are just desk popping willy-nilly? Like, Man, it's in the fireplace. You don't have to fucking negligently discharge. Just, like... Just to put, take the bullet out of the gun. Yeah, if you really want to get crazy, you can, like, pull the bullet out of the casing. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> This isn't necessary, bro. No, nah, bro. She wanted him to shoot it into the fireplace. I was hoping he was going to shoot her, bro. I was hoping he's finally going to go for a half a second, dude. It looked like he might have. I was like, like this man's like a... he was going to. I've got to save John. Blows her fucking head off. <laughs> and then Arthur's is off like the actual fucking deep end for the rest of the show. He's lost it. Yeah, he's just like literally John Wick versus the Italians. <laughs> yeah. He kills all of them except for one that escapes to uh, America on a boat, and then it it goes to cut to the end of the season, and all you see is John like holding on to the end of the boat, like you know, following them back to America to kill them all in the next season. I am fucking on a tangent. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> After this, Linda goes to the, the Shelby betting shop and basically is like, hey, I, I want to keep my mind busy. And so she, you know, volunteers to help take bets, um, which makes Polly laugh. But then they uh, they kind of realize that she's being serious. So, yeah, I mean, she's 
Linda is slowly, very slowly, becoming more tolerable. Is she? Yeah, she is. Alright, whatever you say, bro. <laughs> Finn then comes in and is like, hey, Tommy left me in charge. And Polly makes fun of him and says that they should give their new boss a good first day. So their idea of a good first day is to set him up with a prostitute. That sounds like that means, a good like first day. Yeah, it sounds like a good first day to me. Sheesh! Um, after this, Tommy takes Lizzie to the canal. Um, he reveals that he used to wait there uh, to meet with his ex-girlfriend, Greta, the one oh. we just found out about. Tommy took Lizzie's canal. Yeah, likely. well, we haven't got there yet. He's about to. Uh, he hasn't been back there since, but he wanted to take Lizzie there. Um, and he reveals that he, you know, he maybe kind of likes her a little bit. I don't know. The Lizzie plot is getting weird, bro. It's complicated. It's like his fuck piece that he halfway likes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then other times he just can't fucking stand. And also she's like really, really involved with the business for some reason. Even though she's not family or like married in. And she's way too tall. <laughs> leave her leave her hide alone. <laughs> Sorry. So he bangs Lizzie at the canal. Uh and then he, he instructs Lizzie, Lizzie's canal. He instructs Lizzie to increase the donations to charities by twenty five percent. Uh and build a couple new institutions for children. And you know, she's in charge of that. And when she asks him about it, why? Tommy says that he promised somebody he would change the world. Is that, is it Grace? Or is it this Greta chick? Do you know? Sorry, sorry, what? At the end, Tommy says that he promised somebody to change the world. Who did he promise that to? Grace? Or, or this Greta girl? But we just don't know that? It's a weird line. I feel like he talked to Grace on the show about doing charity and stuff, but it doesn't really make sense considering they've done this whole plot of the Greta bitch. Yeah, I don't know what this Greta thing's going to come out to. So I'm assuming he's talking about Greta, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that night, Finn comes back to Tommy to report about how his first day went. Uh, and Tommy kind of alludes to him that he needs to fill John's shoes in the family. Um, and then and then we get the M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. Polly goes to a bar, and she's like, yeah, I'm waiting for somebody. And in walks Luca Changretta. And they have a little conversation where basically Polly is making a deal with him to give up Tommy. In return, everybody else gets spared. And I'm mad. I, yeah, I don't like this, bro. I'm fucking mad. Because I see that they have, like, the... Like, Polly has, like, two defining things that are, like... One, protect her son, and then two, protect the family. And... I don't know. I feel like her character wouldn't do this like i get that she's got motivation to do it but i feel like that would be like over the line for her character you know what i'm saying 
I think she's lost it completely now. Fucking hell. Like, lost it, lost it. So, I think she hates Tommy so much now that, you know, it's over. I'm mad. It's, yeah, I'm mad. It's unfortunate, but, I mean, I think, I don't think it makes, I think it makes sense. Like, she hates him. Like, she hates him, hates him. Yeah, I just wish they didn't do it. Well, I wish they would have done like I wish they would have done a scene like Polly fucking goes into the office and then like Luca Chancred is just like sitting in her desk somehow like in the middle of the night and then he makes her the offer and she's like I fucking hate Thomas Shelby but I can't betray my family you know what I'm saying I just rewrote the plot, so well, no big deal. I'm, she's not, she's not betraying. I mean, she's betraying Tommy, but she doesn't see him as a family anymore. But like, uh, yeah, but no, you're not, you're not getting it. She, I think she just really wants so bad to protect the rest of the family from him and also from Tommy. So, anyways, you know. fellas. We'll figure out what the fuck happens with this whole betrayal bullshit, you know, in the maybe next episode, maybe later in the season. We'll see. Check out our other podcast, Thrillers and Killers, at Thrill Kill Pod on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Check out our last movie podcast for The Visit. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Don't check it out, actually. I'm just fucking kidding. But if you want to be entertained, check it out. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> so, so, fucking see you guys tomorrow for episode four. Go fuck yourselves. Goodbye.